evening. Happy Friday Eve. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. What a day it has been. What a show we got for you guys tonight. Got a lot of ground to cover. Glad to have you with me as we roll on this ride tonight into Friday. 888-344-1170 if you would like to call in and chime in on any of the topics of the day. The man who will take your phone calls, who keeps the show rolling, speaking of rolling, is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks. Can you dig it? Boy, you should have known by now. Carrot Sticks does it. Can the listeners dig it? That's the question of the day. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Yeah, we can. That reminds me of the, of the theme song from the movie uh, Shaft. He's a bad... Shut your mouth. I'm talking about Shaft. Right on. You remember that? No, I didn't watch any Shaft movies. Sorry. <laughs> How did you watch Shaft, but you haven't seen Star Wars? Richard Roundtree, man, because I was into smooth grooveness. I was into all kinds of uh, interesting stuff when I was a kid. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of smooth groove, grooveness, you know who lost his groove was Jesse Smollett this morning. Uh, I would have loved to have seen him being treated equally like Roger Stone and, ha- and been dragged out of the house at 5 o'clock in the morning with Fox News uh, lined up, ready to see him do a perp walk at the, at the receiving end of some rifles shoved in his face. Uh, but nevertheless... He was uh, hauled down to the pokey, and he was arrested. And hat tip for you, Jesse. I did a little research, and I guess if you're still struggling to get the fingerprint uh, ink off your fingers, you can just mix a little lemon juice in with the soap for that. Um, but it's a, it's a big day. Lots of comments to make about that. And uh, let's start by listening to none other than the Chicago Police Department Superintendent. Before I get started on why we're here, you know, as I look out into the crowd, I just wish that the families of gun violence in this city got this much attention because that's who really deserves the amount of attention that we're giving to this particular incident. I loved what he had to say. I loved um, him today, and, but I had to take a little bit of umbrage with him, and I, and I think I'm the only one that's pointed this out or thought about this. Uh, there's a reason why um, uh, Johnson, I believe is his name, Eddie Johnson, there's a reason why the black-on-black crime victims in Chicago, which is primarily when he talks about the gunshot victims, primarily who is that? They are primarily black victims being shot and killed uh, by other blacks. And there's a reason why they're not getting the attention. And a lot of that, the blame for a lot of that goes squarely with the African-American community. Because hate crimes legislation, this was a hate crimes hoax that Jesse Smollett perpetrated on the American people. And hate crimes legislation is all about elevating certain victims over others. And so the African-American community, the minority communities in cahoots with the Democrat Party decided that it was important to elevate black victims who have been victimized by white people over black victims who have been victimized by other black people. And it sounded really good, didn't it, at its outset? Now, there's some political reasons why, you know, the gun control people want to ignore the black-on-black crime in Chicago, but a lot of it has to do with this hate crimes legislation crap that we've got, which is inherently racist, inherently discriminatory. And so that's a good reason for why the black victims that are be- of, of other blacks are being completely ignored. Another comment by uh, Mr. Johnson. I'm left hanging my head and asking why. Why would anyone, especially an African-American man, use the symbolism of a noose to make false accusations? How could someone look at the hatred and suffering associated 
with that symbol and see an opportunity to manipulate that symbol to further his own public profile. Do we really have to answer that question, Mr. Johnson? Because I think it's pretty obvious in part, it's because of what I just described, that hate crimes legislation, by elevating certain victims over others, it, prov- it, it incites, it invokes further victims to try to use that as a way to gain attention. It, 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 it aids and enables the manufacturing of victims. And then you add into it, the reason why we have the hate crimes legislation is because this is what it is divisive. This is inherently what identity politics is all about. It's about divisiveness. It's about fostering hate. It's about, it's about using symbols that are, that are despicable like this in order to further divide, in order to further discriminate. So that's why he did it. Identity politics is all about manufacturing victims, preying upon victims, and in, in invoking more victims for power and for personal gain. So that's why Jesse Smollett did it. And you know what? It worked. He had the entire country, at least the Democrats and the media and Hollywood, as this uh, Chicago PD superintendent accurately pointed out, presidential candidates and all jumping right on this bandwagon. For the very purpose, which, which proves why Jesse Smollett did it, why he used that symbol. Because this is what the Democrats' part, party is all about. It's about identity politics. It's about fostering hate and division. And they can further hate and division with hate crimes legislation. That's why it's perfectly okay in this country right now for white people to be physically assaulted. Because hate crimes legislation, again, is about elevate. It's inherently racist. We have the government now saying that if you are a black person who's been a victim of a crime by a, a, a white person, you're more important. And that crime is worse than if you're a white person. So this is about politics. This is about power. And it's about personal gain. That's what identity politics is all about. And that's why Just, Jesse Smollett did it. Final comment from the Chicago PD Super. Bogus police reports cause real harm. They do harm to every legitimate victim who's in need of support by police and, and investigators as well as the citizens of this city. Yeah, well, they do real crime. And unfortunately, as I said on last night's show, the only uh, the sympathy for the victims here everybody keeps talking about today is that this does real harm for future hate crime victims. Right now, who are the hate crime victims in this country that nobody cares about and was not referenced today by the Chicago Police Department superintendent? It's the kid that's in the viral video, for example, who on a college campus was attacked today because he was there representing Charlie Kirk in Turning Point USA. It's the Covington boy kids that were that were uh, the mobs that sought to personally destroy them forever through defamation, through libel, through Nathan Phillips aggressively getting up in his face. Those are just a couple of examples. I retweeted, I can't remember the gentleman's name, who was stabbed nine times because he was a Trump supporter. There are real hate crimes going on right now in this country against Trump supporters, against white conservatives. Jesse Smollett should have been charged with a hate crime. I'm glad he got charged with the felony, but the reality is, does anybody think that this man's going to spend five minutes behind jail? And of course, we're already hearing that, you know, oh, you know, he's really, he's obviously got some mental problems. So, you know, really, is is any justice going to be served by putting him behind bars? We've already got people saying, well, you know, uh, 
hate crimes are on the rise just because this one isn't true. It, it doesn't diminish the fact that and then they're actually continuing to use a false report, a hate crime hoax as justification of hate crimes. When the reality is, is if we're going to talk about true hate crimes being committed in this country, it's happening right now, like I said, against white Trump supporters. And it's been happening since immediately upon Trump being elected. And we don't have we don't have anybody fighting for that. The Republican Party and conservatives did a really bad job in allowing hate crimes legislation to take place in the first place. Because look at where we're at. Would we if we didn't have hate crimes legislation that discriminated against and elevated certain victims over others. And by the way, there's more every I can't remember the stat, but every what few minutes some woman is beaten, assaulted or raped or murdered by the significant other, the man in her life, that's not hate. That doesn't involve hate. So the hate crimes legislation crap, all that does is further divide us, and we need to stop it. And really, it's just a stepping stone anyway, because the next thing they want is hate speech legislation. They want to be able to control us. That's ultimately what this is about. Liberalism is where liberty goes to die. This is all about identity politics. It's all about, Jesse Smollett is just an example of the overall movement of using identity politics to divide us. Divide us up into different groups. Tell each group that you're victims of something over here. Make promises that they're going to make it better, which they don't. Hate crimes legislation has only made things worse in this country. That's why you, you, we've had the many hoaxes that we've had. These false reports do real damage. We've got kids that, don't, they, that aren't safe to wear a MAGA hat in public. And there's nobody who gives a crap about them. Where is the apology from Jesse Smollett, from Melissa Milano, from Robin Roberts, from CNN and Don Lemon? Maybe it wasn't a Melissa Milano. Oh, Ellen Page, the actress. I, I, you know, it, it, the list is endless from the celebrities and the politicians who jumped on here. And not one of them has issued an apology to Trump and Trump supporters who were the ones defamed here in this attack. This was a hate crime. Not just a hoax. Not just a false report. It was a hate crime against Trump, Trump supporters, and white conservatives. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears. Last night we were talking on the show about fighting back, and and uh, we're gonna we're gonna continue to bring opportunities for us to push back, to get involved, to get active. We had a caller on the show the other night who said we got to stop intellectualizing and get active. We've got our next guest who's part of a grassroots movement that is leading protests and rallies here in California to stop the scourge of what is happening in our schools to indoctrinate children as young as four into transgenderism, putting them on hormone block, kids on hormone blockers, pornography, all kinds of stuff in the schools. So please do come back and hear how you can get involved here in California. More of the Andrea K Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here, recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. The answer. San Diego has gone interactive. Download our free app to get special offers, deals, and more than just status updates and pictures of cats from your smartphone. Did you hear something that you want to weigh in on? Download the free The Answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device. Download our free app today. The Answer San Diego, the best conservative coverage in San Diego. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. You know, one of the great challenges that prospective pre-retirees have is the allocation of their funds. So after some study and some time, Wells Fargo started the very first of what has come to be known as the target date funds, where people could select a particular fund inside their 401k based on what has now become to known as their glide path. So if you are intending to retire in the next five years, you might buy a target fund 2020 or 2025. Call me for your retirement planning consultation. 800-727-PLAN is my office number here in Mission Valley. 800-727-7526. You can also go to my website, theretirementprofessor.com. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I am the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. I'll be back with you right here on these very same Salem Network Stations. Hi, this is Dennis Prager. Recently, mortgage rates have fallen dramatically by half a percent from their peak, opening yet another window of opportunity for homeowners to lower their monthly payments, do a cash-out refinance, or consolidate their debts. Extreme volatility in the stock market and expectations of slowing global and U.S. economic growth have pushed bond yields to near one-year lows. Following the big drop in mortgage rates, conforming no-point 30-year fixed mortgage rates now average in the mid-fours, with 15-year rates in the high threes. 30-year VA and FHA rates are in the low fours. Whether you're purchasing a home or refinancing, take advantage of today's lower mortgage rates while they're still available. And don't forget, Aramco now has plenty of easy qualifier loan programs for the self-employed with no tax returns. To learn more, call Aramco today at 800-411-8441. That's 800-411-8441. Or visit aramco.biz, B-I-Z. Aramco, purchase, refinance, reverse. Real estate, real solutions for your financing needs. Hey, Demi Musio here, and my dad, Richard, has a great radio show. Sunday mornings at 9, right here on The Answer San Diego. It's called It's Your Business, and it's the only financial show in the U.S. that discusses wealth, but never money. Rather, he and his amazing guests discuss health, relationships, knowledge, and philanthropy, the things that make you truly wealthy. And yes, sometimes I join in too. Don't miss It's Your Business, Sunday mornings at 9, right here on The Answer San Diego. We can't wait to have you join us. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. 888 344 1170. If you would like to chime in 
on any topics of the day here. The phones are open to you. Um, last night we started talking. I started talking about fighting back and how, and, and I was actually inspired by a caller on the show a few nights ago who called in. He said, look, we got to stop intellectualizing everything and, and do get active. Do what the Democrats do to win. They don't just sit back and like, they won't, don't respond with just this and that. They actually get involved and get active and put, um, put their feet to it and action to it. And so joining me now is somebody who's doing just that. Uh, she's part of a grassroots organization known as Informed Parents of California and uh, coordinating something called a sex ed sit out. Now, you guys know that I've been doing a lot of segments here with my buddy Bob Walters, who wrote the book Facing Reality in American Education on this health framework uh, called the California Health Youth Act, that health education framework that is going to be using some dopey book called, you know, um, Who Are You? I think it is basically trying to teach kids that there's something like 20 something genders. Uh, parents can't aren't allowed to opt out. All kinds of crazy stuff going on here. And, you know, I'm so grateful to have Aileen with us tonight from this grassroots organization about what she efforts that she and others are doing to actually protest, get active, and do something to stop what is being done and what that's being perpetrated on our kids in the schools. Hi, Aileen. Am I saying this right? Aileen Blachowski? It's Blakowski, yes. Blakowski. Well, sorry about that. Um, Well, thank you for being here. And um, what got you motivated to get involved here and actually do something? Because so many of us are frustrated and we complain, we talk about what's wrong, but we don't actually get involved and do something. How did you get involved in this? Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for giving a voice to parents across the state. You know, we can't do this without your help. And I think when we take action and it makes a meaningful difference, that gets attention. And so I just want to first say thank you so much for giving voice to parents. Um, With regard to, like, how do you get involved? You know what? Once you see the proof of what's actually being taught in classrooms throughout California, there isn't a reasonable person in their, you know, in the state who wouldn't look at some of this information and the facts, the proof of what's in the curriculum and not get fired up about it. Um, this isn't just a bunch of conservatives. I'll be honest with you. Um, I had a lady call me the other day and she said, I'm not religious and I'm not, I don't go to any churches or anything, but I saw what you guys are doing and it disgusts me that the schools are doing this. And she handed me like five or six media contacts, like direct cell phone numbers of media people, because she said, I can't stand what they're trying to do to kids. So the, the getting fired up has to do with seeing the proof of what's in there. That's what we do at Informed Parents. We're just a Facebook group at this point, and we show you the proof. We show you the pages right out of the curriculum, and that's what gets parents fired up. Yeah, well, some of the some of what's in the curriculum that I saw was they're using this book that's actually part of some far-left organization that's got uh, – uh, different types of underwear for kids and, and little kids to hide their private parts and um, actually a- a- accessories, things that little girls can add on to make her like a boy. Yeah, the um, the called Packers. That's the, that's the group that's providing the uh, book that's going to be taught to four-year-olds and five-year-olds called Who Are You? Where they're, um, you know, it starts out, I think it starts out the text something like, when a baby's born, the doctor looks at the baby and guesses. People ask, is it a boy or a girl? And the doctor guesses by looking at the parts. I mean, it's insane what's being taught. And, and ultimately, at whether it's about the transgender push, whether it's the porno, pornographic sex education, whether it's um, the curriculum that involves 
Um, we've got the San Diego School District on track to be Sharia compliant. It's there's we've got socialism being taught in the schools. What the left is doing is they've turned these schools from being education centers into indoctrination centers, and now they've got the curriculum set up in such a way that parents are not even allowed to opt out. Parents are being shoved out of the equation. They're not they're not being allowed to have a voice. Parents thought that they could solve it by maybe putting their kids at homeschooling or putting them into charter schools. Um, but then the liberals are just following them there. So my understanding is, now that we know how horrible this is, and you've got the Facebook page, my understanding is that you guys were leading some protests, like some sit-ins, in order to stop this. Tell us about that. We did. Um, Well, this all started because um, back in January, we realized that we had a very short time frame. You mentioned this framework. I'm just going to explain a few things so people understand. First of all, the law was passed, right? That was AB 329. It passed in 2015. And the schools were supposed to be compliant with that law as of last school year. So parents started speaking out. And once they found out what was coming into their schools, and they started pushing back in some school districts. Well, that didn't go over too well. Most of them didn't get anything that they wanted. And so there was more and more ground, ground or grassroots noise on the issue. And informed parents sort of started coming to the fore when the Orange County Board of Education's lawyer came out with a, a statement. He was to review the law and make a definitive statement about what parents could and could not opt out of. And he said, no, you're right. Parents cannot opt out of the gender piece. And that forced indoctrination got parents, parents up in ire. And so once the, uh, this framework comes into play, every time there's a law that's passed that pertains to education, the Department of Education has to go back and look at their framework that sets standards for what you're going to see in curriculum and school books and all the curriculum providers have to write their books in compliance with that framework. So that framework's being rewritten and it's set to be adopted in May. Okay. So we looked at, we made all the public comments that we could and we realized, you know what, I think they're going to mow us over anyway, even though we told them we don't want them to adopt it. The framework takes what the letter of the law and it blows way past it. So you're going to see stuff in this framework like gender indoctrination starting in pre-kindergarten, four-year-olds. Wow. The teaching instruction says confront the child, challenge the child on his or her gender stereotypes. It's going to require those um, gender pronouns that are, you're hearing about everywhere, but those are going to become required, okay? So there's, it goes way past the letter of the law. It has no business coming into our classrooms. It's like a steamroller. So when we saw this, we went to Sacramento in January and we had a rally and we went to comment at one of those public meetings to talk about that framework. The California Department of Ed derailed us. They changed up the agenda and they made it so we couldn't have our rally and comment. And so since we got shut out, we've been shut out in school districts. We've been shut out by administrators. We've been shut out at the Department of Ed in Sacramento, even though we traveled six and eight hours to get there. We said, you know what? You don't want us to speak out. You don't want us to say anything. How about if we take our kids out of your schools? See how that feels. Mm-hmm. So we scheduled a sex ed set out this past Tuesday. Um, most schools in the state who participated um, did it Tuesday. And some schools had a ski week. So they are still going to do their sex ed sit out next Monday, the 25th. Okay. And so we, we had 40 school districts. People in 40 school districts stood up and said, I will captain a sex ed sit out. So they hosted a protest outside their district office. And tens of thousands of kids, as far as we can tell, were removed from school on that day. We gave them a letter that they could issue to their principal. 
and it would explain their absence. And we said, do not collect average daily attendance dollars for our children on this day. This is an unexcused absence, and you don't get any money for our kids not being here. Good. So we did get their attention. It did um, have a significant impact on some schools. I'll give you a little bit of a heads up on some early reports that we have from school districts. Um, I was looking for San Diego info, but I didn't get their um, I didn't get their numbers back. But I'll tell you what I know about here locally. Uh, first of all, there was one Korean church network in Southern California that announced the sit out to their members, and they got 2,500 families to agree to participate awesome. in San Diego, Orange, and LA County. Awesome. Okay, there was there was um, let's see. Uh, one school district, one school in Anaheim School District, Oxford Academy, said they had a 40% no-show for their student body on that day. Uh, Sunset Lane Elementary School in Fullerton, California, got 270 letters from parents submitted explaining why their kids were sitting out. Um, schools in, yeah, schools in Irvine, Tustin, Fullerton, um, they called emergency meetings and are now asking to meet with parents regarding the curriculum. Um, it just goes to show, of- <laughs> yeah, it just goes to show that when you when people find out what's in this and they start getting active, it, it can snowball into something bigger. And so uh, tell everybody if they want it, what they need to do if they want to help out and, and get involved with this sex sit out. Can, can people who don't have kids in the schools, how can they get involved? Tell everybody how they can they can participate in this. Well, we are definitely going to be doing a lot more grassroots action, just like you said, you know, we're going to take a page right out of the Democratic playbook. And we're going to start playing ball their way. And so we're going to get out on the streets. We're going to go to the Capitol. We're, we're going to do all of those things. People are even asking if we can do another sex ed sit out. So that's certainly in the consideration set if we don't see any movement um, from the State Department of Ed and from our legislators. So um, first of all, you can join us at our Facebook page. It is Informed Parents of California. So that's a Facebook page where you can see uh, the proof of the curriculum. You can see what parents, what kind of traction they might be getting in their own school district. Lots of people share information there. You can find people in your own district and organize okay. with them. I we thought you said there offer, was something Monday that was happening Monday. So this coming Monday, any school district that did not participate in the, in the sex ed set out on Tuesday, they can still have their set out on the 25th. We still have materials. You okay. want a captain? a sit-out location, and you're just hearing about this, and you're saying, hey, I'm going to do it, and we want to make a difference, send us an email at informedparentsofca at gmail. Informedparentsofca at gmail. Tell us what school district you're in, what county, and just give us your name, and we will send you the information you need to captain a school district. You've got flyers and information and the letter to the principal. And then we are going to go back to the Capitol in March on the 28th, and we are going to storm the Instructional Quality Commission and make public comment about that framework. And they better not pass that framework because there will be at least a thousand people there. We want buses coming from all over the state. So we're going to slam the Capitol with um, parents and community members, faith leaders. Join us there. I know it's a Thursday, but please make an effort to be there. Right. Um, we'll probably have another sex head sit out. If you follow us on Facebook, we will keep you informed of everything we have going on. But it is time to put a stop to this madness they're taking our kids they're after their they bodies are. their souls right well you and know what aileen i, I got to tell you i've got a caller holding right now my buddy bob walters who wrote a book called facing reality in american education i think he's coordinating to get, have a bus go up on march 28 he has really the, yes he is he's really the one who's helped me to understand 
uh, it, this is, we've been doing reports on the health framework for a while now, and he's really been at the forefront in my mind of, of trying to stop what's happening in our schools and to take them back. And so yes. um, I thank you so much for um, everything that you're doing, and um, I appreciate you being here tonight. And um, we're going to make sure that everybody knows your Facebook page and get that information out so that they can get involved. Thank you. Yes, thank you. If I could just say one more thing. You guys have a really difficult fight down there in San Diego, and the grassroots who have been working there for over two years, you know, they need reinforcements. And so if your listeners in San Diego want to get involved, um, again, you have the email address, the informedparents.ca at Gmail. Get in touch with us. Tell us you're in San Diego. We will get you in contact with those leaders. They need boots on the ground a yes, lot. They, they're desperate for them, so please help. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Andrea. All right, bye-bye. Now, okay, now before we go to break, I got I to gotta pick up that conversation here with my buddy Bob Walters fr- from the book Facing Reality in American Education. Hey, Bob, thank you for being uh, back tonight. You're welcome. Happy to be here. Yeah, okay, so you heard everything that Aileen said. We've been talking about this for a long time. I'm so glad to have you guys both on the show tonight because you were warriors for schools and warriors for children. Did I see correctly, I'm going to put you on the spot here, that you were actually going to coordinate and get a bus to go up on March 28th? Yeah, I'm donating uh, one bus for them to load people into, and I'm also getting about 40 people to drive up on their own. But I'm, I'm donating the cost of one bus round trip to go from L.A. up to uh, Sacramento. Wow. Okay. Um, we we got to do this. You know what? I'm going to think – I'm going to see if there's any way that I can get up there on, on the 28th. I don't know that I'm going to – you know, I, I'm not sure I'm going to ride on a bus because I can't be gone that long. <laughs> Um, but maybe I'm going to get up there because I just, I would just, I feel like I got to be involved. I mean, how long have we been doing these segments, Bob? And it's so, it's so exciting to me to see movement here, to see people actually wanting to get involved and put effort to this. And again, you've been at the forefront of this. Um, we're going to take a break. We come back. Bob's going to stay over because we're going to shift gears into another topic. Uh, One of the things that I mentioned, Aileen was really focused on, Um, The sex and the health framework, that's absolutely important. But we've also got to continue to talk about other ways in which the schools are being used. And it kind of ties into Jihad uh, Barbie, Congresswoman, as well as Jihadi Bride trying to come back into the United States. So we've got more with Bob Walters coming back from the break. More Andrea Casio coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. 
There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. They're not going to be president. Never be president. Okay. I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president. There certainly were a lot of people saying Trump wouldn't be president. Talk about collusion with a capital C. Andrea K. here. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com for your chance to win a poster-sized expose from the Epic Times on Spygate, linking all the players in some of America's most powerful agencies that were against Donald Trump's presidential campaign. You must be a VIP club member to enter. For details, visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Take it to the bank. Dennis Prager here with some very personal questions. Have you saved enough for retirement? Do you have the right investments? How will the new tax laws affect you? For answers, I recommend scheduling a meeting with financial advisor Bill Roth. Bill has astutely identified the important issues of retirement finances. Too many people mistakenly believe that they have enough. Bill Roth will meet with you personally to provide his expert opinion. And more than that, you will receive the book, The Raft Strategy, how to build your tax-free nest egg without risk, absolutely free. Bill's insight can help make your retirement financially secure. I enthusiastically recommend you schedule a complimentary financial review with financial advisor Bill Roth. It's good counsel. Call 858-673-7574, 858-673-7574, or log on to WLRothAssociates.com, your partner for retirement success. Call Bill, 858-673-7574. Hi, this is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar, a certified electrical contractor. Start the new year off right. 2019 is the last year to get the 30% federal tax credit. Your family should take full advantage of the 30% tax credit while it's still available. Let 2019 be the year you and your family go solar. You can produce your own electricity from the sun. Stop paying the escalating prices of the power company. Get a 25-year warranty turnkey solar panel system with top-of-the-line 360-watt panels and in-phase microinverters. This includes a per-panel online monitoring system, standard on all installed Keegan Electric Solar Panel Systems. Let Keegan Electric Solar answer any questions you might have about any of your solar needs. Give Keegan Electric Solar a call at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376. Or visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. It's time to upscale your business. It's time to let go of all limitations blocking your success. It's time for the Limitless Experience, a business workshop designed for entrepreneurs to substantially grow their revenues. The Limitless Experience is a powerful workshop that will shift your perspective and give you formulas and time-tested strategies to accelerate success. Attend the Limitless Experience on Saturday, March 2nd at Morgan Run Country Club. For your complimentary ticket, visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Before the break, we were talking to Bob Walters and Aileen Blakowski, I believe is how you say your name. A grassroots movement. Uh, we've got to take our schools back. Uh, what they're doing, they, they've turned them into little indoctrination centers. And I feel like I've become a broken record talking about this. But this is really where the battlefield is. C- uh, case in point, and we can't count on filing lawsuits against the school districts uh, to, to save us because um, there were lawsuits that were filed to stop the in, uh, Islamic indoctrination into our schools. And the Fourth Circuit uh, evidently is no better than the Ninth Circuit, Court of Shlemiel's. They upheld... 
that Islamic indo- an, an Islamic indoctrination program in schools. And joining me now to uh, continue the discussion of this is Bob Walters, who wrote a great book called Facing Reality in American Education. Okay, so Bob, uh, what did this court decide was okay? Teaching that Islam is a peaceful religion, that most Muslims' faith is stronger than the average Christian, and that... Um, uh, what else did they have to say here that was glorified? Oh, there is no God, but he had to write an essay about there is no God but Allah, and Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. <laughs> the 11th grade students had to write a, a, an outline about that creed of faith, which I, a lot of parents objected to, it, and they took it to court. And the Fourth Circuit, which is your Baltimore area, uh, ruled a, a, against the parents and said, well, this this set of indoctrination classes serve a secular purpose and agree that the, it, that is purely academic and that the teachers could proceed with this indoctrination. Ironically, this is the same appellate court that also ruled the display of a cross on a public land for the military veterans was illegal. So wow. it's obviously real anti-Christian bent that's coming into the play as well and for these students and just pushing them into things that they got no no business bringing up to, to students. And again, voiding whatever the parents might want to say and think and raise their, ch- their children as, as according to their religious beliefs. But here the school is deliberately trying to teach them the benefits and value of Islam. Well, right, because, and, okay. Like, you know, either you have it in school or you don't have it in school. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's this is this is more the same. How many school districts uh, don't have Christmas? They have to call it holiday break now. School teachers can't wear a cross around their neck anymore, but we're because it's supposed to be separation of church and state. So we can't have Christmas on a calendar, but we can we can have we're teaching children. We're we're basically holding Muslim religious classes in schools. And oh, by the way, I don't care if I sound like I'm Islamophobic. Right now, we got we um, have a congresswoman, two congresswomen, right now that are anti-American, anti-Semitic. Um, you know, um, Muslims that I, I are one of which. Uh, wore, draped herself in the Palestinian flag the night of the, she won the election in November. Another one is going to a dinner, I think this week, which is hosted by an organization that was declared by the United Arab Emirates as a terror, a financing organization for terrorist groups. And uh, how did we get to a place, Bob, in post 9-11 America? This is the same ideology that took down the Twin Towers. Don't tell me that it's not. It, it, this is, and we're teaching this in our schools. We've got these, these congresswomen who was brought here by, I believe, post 9-11. We, and the district that she was elected in is a district which has the, the most, um, uh, I can't remember how this article came out and said that, you know, we've got these jihadi bride that went over and joined ISIS. Well, the district that um, Congresswoman Ilhan Omar is from, that's the number one breeding ground of terrorism, of homegrown terrorists in the country. Well, what a coincidence, because that's also the same district where we brought in uh, refugees from these terrorist-infested countries. I mean, and and we've just gone off the rails as a country in every aspect, and they're using the schools as the breeding, the petri dish for every bit of it. And from the transgender to the sex education to the Islamic indoctrination, we're using, they're using our kids 
to completely destroy this country and remake it into their Marxist utopian utopia. And it's mind blowing to me how many parents aren't even aware of it and that we've got the courts upholding it. I know it's really sad. And it's, it's, I mean, teaching them socialism, it's, they're trying to breed a whole new culture in this country. And it's, the best point is succeeding if we don't take some stringent action. It is succeeding I, if we don't. There is, beginning to be, there is beginning to be reaction against it. In fact, there's one other group called MassResistance.org, which you readers could listen, look up to. Mass.org. They're another one that's fighting this, uh, this forced uh, indoctrination of LGBT agenda into the schools. They've successfully stopped it in a number of schools in California. And that's, a, that's another active group that listeners can join into and, and get involved. I think your phone was cutting out. Did you say it was massresistance.org? What was it? Massresistance.org. Massresistance.org. Yeah, we got to get involved because it is just really shocking. You know, I was excited to hear from Aileen talking about, you know, all the different, you know, how what percentages of some students stayed out and parents had them out 40%. But then, you know, that's progress. But we need more than, you know, 40% because the, the flip side to that is we've got 60-something percent of parents that either don't know or think it's okay that their kids are, are being, you know, told, uh, being taken to Planned Parenthood for abortions without their consent, being put on hormone blockers, permanently changing their gender for the, forever uh, without parental consent. There's how many parents don't know that their kids are being indoctrinated or don't care that their kids are being indoctrinated into Islam. We've gone bad with this Islam stuff when we have people debating right now on whether or not some 19-year-old girl who decides she's going to take up with the terrorist and go across the country and join ISIS and people are debating whether or not we should bring her back, Bob. I mean, you. I, 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 this may sound harsh, but this girl's a terrorist. I say she should have been shot on sight. She made her choice and she needs to live with it. She's a, a full-grown woman and, and it's a shame that she had that choice that she made, but she did make it and we can't we can't keep giving in to this uh, this trend to let everything be forgiven and, and move on. We have to become more militant in our position or we're going to lose this battle. I'm glad you said that because militant is a right way to put it. Because this thing, well, the, she, her attorneys today on Fox News and everywhere are saying, oh, well, you know, she's, she's willing to pay her time and pay her dues um, if we'll just let her back. Well, she has not denounced the ideology that she went there to support. She continued with ISIS right up until basically the, the Trump administration had taken their foot, footprint down to, to six square miles. There has been nothing to prove. Uh, she uh, and, and she was raised from what I understand from in a, a strict Islamic, you know, home by Yemeni immigrants there. No, we, you know, she, forgiveness of somebody who decided to go over there. And according to different reports, these jihadi brides didn't ju- don't didn't just join a movement and sit back and, you know, um, not say anything, you know, when executions and terror was happening to other people that that many of them actually participated in it so quite frankly i don't understand why the coalition forces didn't already just take these take these women out treat them like their terrorist husbands and shoot them put a, put one between their eyes I, I don't get it but you're right we've got to be more militant we've got to push back we, we do. we're we are we said we were going to fight the war on terror and we always hashtag every uh we uh every 9-11 we do the Hashtag, you know, 9-11, never forget what we have forgotten. Um, So, Bob Walters, give your contact information out uh, real quick before we got to go. 
It's uh, Bob, uh, you, you can get me through Email. Robert Joseph Walters at gmail.com. Robert Joseph Walters at gmail.com. And the book is Facing Reality in American Education, and you can get that on Amazon. Bob, thank you for all you do. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. You know who almost went to the pokey? Almost got arrested like Jesse Smollett? Guess who? Stay tuned. You'll find out. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The horrors of abortion appear daily as states across the country pledge their support for late-term abortion laws. And with the recent change in New York's law legalizing abortion right up to the point of birth, we see virtually immediate real-world impact. The ink was barely dry on New York's Reproductive Health Act when the New York Times reported that after Governor Cuomo's signing of the bill, quote, anti-abortion campaigners predicted it would eliminate criminal penalties for violence that ends women's pregnancies. The debate resurfaced over the weekend after the Queens District Attorney Richard A. Brown cited the new law as the reason for dropping an abortion charge against a man who the police say fatally stabbed his former girlfriend when she was 14 weeks pregnant, end quote. The speed of the moral revolution is dizzying. Just days after the passage of this abortion law, the criminal justice system dropped its case to protect the life of the unborn. I'm Albert Moeller. Who else wants to discover how to invest in cash-flowing apartments without dealing with a single tenant? Join us for a fast start, two-hour free training event and discover a proven system created by a landscaper who went from mowing lawns to controlling over 8,000 units. You'll discover how to safely invest in apartments using little or none of your own money, how to create a monthly passive income stream that'll allow you to retire in as little as three to five years. RE Mentor, the experts in apartment investing education for over 15 years, will be in the San Diego area sharing this unique system Be one of the first 30 callers now to get your seat at this class free. Call 800-505-7034. Investing in apartments requires little money down and low risk if trained properly. Learn the secrets from the experts at RE Mentor in just two hours. Call 800-505-7034 and be one of the first 30 callers at 800-505-7034. You have nothing to lose and a legacy to gain. So call 800-505-7034. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? 
Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. So guess who, according to uh, James Baker, guess who uh, they really felt that should be arrested? And, and outside of Jesse Smollett, I guess it was none other than Hillary Clinton. Um, but not so much of a bomb show here. I mean, some people today were saying, oh, my gosh, why didn't the Republicans leak this? Uh, well, because, you know, he goes on to say, I, uh, the belief initially after reviewing, you know, a large binder of her emails that had classified information in them, he said, and I discussed it internally with a number of different folks and eventually became persuaded that charging her was not appropriate because we could not establish beyond a reasonable doubt that she had the intent to violate the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, really what we what this did was this did not really confirm that Hillary Clinton was ever close to being arrested. This confirmed once again that we have a deep state here. We have a weaponized FBI and DOJ that was working to cover up the crimes of Hillary Clinton that was working to at the same time covering up the crimes of her. It was they were working to do everything that they could to destroy President Trump, his candidacy, and then to set up an insurance policy to replace him if he won. So I'm not surprised that the Republican Party didn't leak that James Baker initially thought that, you know, she should have been arrested. Uh, you know, basically, basically all this did was confirm what we already knew. That, yes, there was classified information on her email. She violated the Espionage Act. She deleted 30-something thousand pieces of government property that were under a subpoena and got away with it. She was never put under oath when she was in, 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 uh, questioned. They, uh, James Comey and others with Baker himself, he, did he really argue with anybody for Hillary Clinton to be arrested? Who believes that? Nobody believes that. It's a bunch of crap. Jim Comey had already written her exoneration letter long beforehand. This is a guy who's just trying to make himself look better in the eyes of everybody. Should the Republican Party, because I guess he said this uh, behind closed door sessions a while back, back in October, should the Republican Party have leaked it? Yeah, but from the standpoint of it's just more evidence of what we already know about the deep state. And what there and, and what has been going on here? Yesterday, I think it was uh, William Barr said that uh, the w- Mueller was going to be releasing his report soon, and uh, the prob- possibly as soon as next week. Um, I, I, will we ever get the actual truth of of what's going on here? Uh, I think we already know the fact that they're going to come up with nothing. There's more evidence that Jesse Smollett was actually attacked in a hate crime than Mueller was able to find anything that had anything to do with President Trump, anybody on his campaign actually colluding with Russia. So I'm not really interested in Mueller's report. It's not going to whatever Barr reveals. It's not going. We already know the IG report from last year. 
in all 400 pages, proved that Comey and the FBI and the DOJ did everything I already said. They covered up the crimes of Hillary Clinton. They illegally launched an investigation and surveillance of President Trump, planted they, they planted spies in there, illegally sought warrants, and nothing's been done. This McCabe dude, I love that Trump called him, you know, the J. Edgar Hoover, McCarthy, or the Quip, or whatever. But really, time is ticking. Statute of limitations are running out. And we've got people like McCabe, he's out on a book tour? When charges were recommended? Roger Stone, Papadopoulos, Manafort. I don't, I don't know that Papadopoulos was dragged out of his home at 5 a.m., but why was Manafort? Why was Roger Stone dragged out of his home at 5 a.m.? Because of process crimes. Because he supposedly lied to investigators. Well, that's what McCabe did four times. And he, instead of him being dragged out, he's out on a book tour making money. It is time for President Trump and the, and the Republican uh, administration, who's over this DOJ, to actually start holding people accountable, and that means some perp walks. Yeah, I'm glad to see Jesse Smollett got arrested. Yeah, I guess it's interesting that James Baker said Hillary, he thought Hillary should be arrested too. Well, you know what? Until I actually see arrest, I'm not satisfied. I'm not satisfied. I'll tell you what did uh, satisfy me in the humor category. Uh, DJ Carrot Sticks, did you hear what, <laughs> what Roseanne Barr said about your crush? No, what'd she say? She looked like another Planet of the Apes character or something? No, no. Uh <laughs> <laughs> she she said that AOC and for y'all who don't know, DJ Carrot Sticks has a little bit of a crush on AOC. That's my girl. He think she hey can now have all my monies. <laughs> well, here's what my girl Roseanne had to say. Oh, and by the way, Empire they're pondering what to do with Jesse Smollett. They're not sure yet if they're going to suspend him or not. Are you kidding me? What would what would a series do? If it had been a white dude who had claimed that some Obama supporters had had attacked him when they hadn't, what would they be doing with him? Well, and I've already heard people say they can't wait for his big comeback. It's it's like I said to Bob Walters, we've gone off the rails. I'm loving Roseanne, who one tweet cost her her entire career. She said that um, that she called AOC a a Farrakhan loving bug eyed bug eyed. B word, who is costing hundreds of people decent paying jobs with her so-called Green New Deal. She got paid to do that, paid to decimate communities. Here's where she's talking about, um, uh, I, I think, uh, um, her Green New Deal and also the am- killing the Amazon deal. She says she got paid to do that, paid to decimate communities because they breathe carbon in their air or some horse blank. Uh, she went on to say, as far as the Green New Deal... Uh, she, in her and AOC's support for socialism, she said it's a blanking Ponzi scheme, right on girl, and a con game. <laughs> she closed by calling Cortez a bug-eyed bee <laughs> who looks like a realtor. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh because I love I love that realtor look. Yeah, but you know what? You, well, to me though. I think it's just funny that she should say that. Although I think realtors, I love million dollar listing. I watch all the the realtor shows on TV. Have you ever seen million dollar listing in New York and um, LA? I think I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah. They're mostly males, right? On those shows. Well, there's a lot of, there's some women on there too. And most of them are hot. I mean, they dress nice. They look good. So, you know, AOC is an attractive gal. So. Well, that being a realtor is one of the only jobs where you drive around with a car, like with your face on the side of it. 
Everything right. has your face on it. And they always drive. And, and, and I mean, there is one uh, realtor on Million Dollar Listing in L.A. who is better looking than pretty much every Hollywood actress that's um, a, in any movie and TV screen right now. She's a blonde. She's married to not Josh Altman, but she's married. Um, I should know this guy's name. They just had a baby and she's pregnant again. Anyway, she's absolutely stunning. But hat tip to Roseanne Barr. Girl, you still the queen of comedy. And I love it, and I love it, love it. Well, we will be right back here tonight on Friday. Thanks for being here. Love you all. Have a great night, everybody. Come on.